Hey, how you doing? This is Sharita C.W. Dela Cruz, and this is the Middle Page Podcast brought to you by Blast Music 24-7, Esoterica Entertainment, and you. Uh, first and foremost, I'd like to say thankful to God for this show being on for one year. Um, January 10th, 2023 was the um, first day of our show. And a year later, we're still here um, giving you all the goods uh, and middle-aged them. Um, Tonight, we have a wonderful, wonderful guest. She is a mother. She's an artist. She's an entrepreneur. Uh, I'm just going to let her speak on herself. Tamika Mabry, please come to the stage. Hi. Hey, how are you? Good. How are you? I'm doing well. Um, It has been a week, first beginning of the year, but I'm okay and I'm ready to go. Man, it's so wonderful to have you on. Um, Thank you for having me. Wonderful. Uh, could you tell us a little bit about yourself? Um, Tie me, make maybe where are you from? Oh, I'm from North Carolina, born and raised all my life, North Carolina, um, between Rockingham and Alamance County, all my life. Okay, okay. And what is it that you do in the um, arts community? Um, I am a visual artist, so I paint. I'll paint anything, um, but mostly I paint canvas with acrylic. Um, I am exploring different mediums and I paint when I run out of canvas, I'll paint walls and clothes and earrings, anything that can be painted. I will try it at least once. <laughs> I understand. And she has the most uh, unique and beautiful work that I've seen. Um, from an artist most recently. Why did you uh, become an artist? What is what is your um, reason behind your passion? Um, well, at first, my, um, my daughter is an artist. So I would watch her draw and paint or do whatever art she was doing. And one day I just got the urge to do it. So I started out drawing um, cartoon characters and then that evolved into painting abstract pieces and just expressing my emotions through the paint. And then, you know, I started um, just trying different things, trying portraits, trying. Um, so just trying different things, but mostly it is a release, a way for me to release my emotions. I understand. Um, did you go to school for this? No. I like I said, my what? daughter's an artist, so I was I was an adult when I found this gift. Um, I was wow twenty seven or twenty eight ish around in there. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah, never been to school. Man, I am astounded. <laughs> <laughs> I actually went to school for computer programming, so I have a I have a bachelor's degree in. Um, IT. <laughs> oh my. That really that's something I did not know. Um that is amazing cuz the quality of your work, the detail, uh the fundamentals. I mean, I'm not an artist and I didn't go to school for art, but you know, we all know that there's some kind of structure in everything that is supposed to be, you know, saying done. But of course, as creatives, we take it where we want to take it, mm -hmm. and that's exactly what you do. Um, yeah. 
trial what? and error youtube youtube has helped a lot <laughs> okay okay and so like do, do you display your art when's the first time you had the opportunity to uh, display your art um mm. okay so i started painting in 2010 that was the first time i started painting i sold my first painting in 2013 but the first time i was in an actual gallery was 2016 i think okay. um and that was actually at the uptown artworks it was a gallery on um arnold street in greensboro ran by um joseph wilkerson so he gave me my first opportunity to display my artwork cool and you from what i understand you do paint parties you you've done murals um what are some of the notable experiences that you've had with uh painting murals um in this area oh murals um i have done um tribute pieces i have done i painted in an elementary school i painted on the side of a coffee mm. shop um i'm trying to think of the different murals that i've done mostly inside i've done a few outside oh i've done some of the um the street murals so there was one in winston salem that mm -hmm. said uh in racism now and so each artist got a letter and i painted the letter d that was in 2020 and then actually this year um i did another street mural on top of a bridge in winston salem so that was really cool to be up there painting and seeing the cars go by underneath the bridge. That was a mm -hmm. really cool experience. The ones that said in racism, yeah. what intersection or street is that on? Is that still visible as a, a work of art? I if it's still visible. It was on Main Street in Winston-Salem. Mm -hmm. So it was downtown. I think it was Main Street. Okay. Well, y'all, anytime y'all go down Main Street, if it's still visible, this is one of the artists that had everything to do with that great work of art. Mm -hmm. um, so let's talk. Middle-aged them. You know, you're a lady. Some of us do, some of us don't want to reveal our age. You don't have to reveal your age, but are you middle-aged? Do you consider yourself middle-aged? <laughs> you know what? I never considered myself middle-aged until you invited me to this podcast. I was like... <laughs> Hmm, I guess I am middle-aged. Yes. I just never thought about it. I am 42. Okay. And I've never had a problem with my age or telling my age or anything like that. I just <laughs> didn't. Right. I, I guess I just didn't grasp that, you know, I, I'm, I'm at that age now. You know, I've lived, probably lived half my life. So, yeah, yeah I guess I am middle-aged. <laughs> Well, a lot of times that's a scary place for us, but, you know, whenever people are actually got their blinders on and they're thriving and, and doing their best to get through the life that they desire, um, it just doesn't seem like we're in that space. Um, a lot of us are in that space and know it and they, they're avoiding some, certain things and this, that, and the third. I'm just going you know and like with you and others like ourselves being middle-aged and continuing to do wonderful things in life and keeping our blinders on running our race 
um, it can be kind of difficult. Um, starting with uh, nutrition, uh, let's talk about that because some of the stuff that I've experienced recently, 2020, 2024 is the year of my nutritional change for real, for real. Like I've been making changes, but this year is the year I just got to, you know, bite the bullet and do the thing. Do you have any nutritional um, things that you do that you, uh, I guess, are different than when you ate or, you know, consume food when you were younger? Do you decide that I'm not going to eat this, I'm going to eat this because I know I should? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I stopped eating pork 13 years ago. have not yeah. had pork in 13 years. And I stopped eating beef. Um I can't remember exactly, but I want to say maybe six or seven years ago, I stopped eating beef. So gradually I've cut out, you know, meats. I still eat chicken, turkey, fish. Um, mm -hmm. But I want to eventually cut all of that out. Like my, my main goal is to become vegan. But I see that, you know, as a gradual progression, you know, just to cut out things a little bit at a time until... Um, I adjust to, you know, or, and learn uh, different things to cook without having that meat. So um, I have definitely cut back on my meat consumption um, over the last year, I'll say year, um, to where I might eat it once or twice a week. So it's, it's getting less and less, you know, until I can <clears throat> work that in. But um I think that's probably the main thing I do. Um, I juice as often as I can. Um, oh, yeah. I really like to do juice. I, I've done like a, a juice cleanse or juice fast before, but then sometimes I just make juice and I might have it for breakfast or something. It's not necessarily a cleanse or anything. Um, but yeah, I just try to work in more fruits and vegetables and, you know, less junk. I still have junk, but not as often i think right. moderation is is really the the balance i understand um do you find that juicing is beneficial in your experience with it yes. like as far as energy and um clearer skin hair the, the light mm, yeah i do <laughs> and also um i've tried a little bit of intermittent fasting which mm. i did i don't like putting labels on certain things but um i would wait until like noon to eat and then i wouldn't eat until i mean i wouldn't eat after like seven o'clock so right. as long as i ate between noon and 7 p.m you know i found a lot of um i, I found a lot of health benefits from that because at one point I was getting really bad indigestion mm. and I think it was from eating late, like eating heavier late at night. And so that's why I stopped eating after seven. It, it had nothing to do with like weight loss or anything like that. It was just like, I didn't want to be up in the middle of the night with this horrible indigestion. So I yeah. stopped eating so late <laughs> and um, like weight loss came with it. But yeah, I definitely felt better when I stop eating late at night. Mm. That's a definite challenge for me because I'm, I'm a night person. So I always end up hungry at night. Um, if you do eat at night, what do you suggest? Um, like uh, not 
Fruit. Okay. Fruit. <laughs> <laughs> what are some of your favorite fruits? Fruit. Oh gosh, I love all the fruits. <laughs> um, I've been on this great grapes thing lately. Um, but I love berries, strawberries, blueberries, raspberries, blackberries. Um, pineapple, candle, all the melons, watermelon. Oh, this summer, watermelon. I could not get enough watermelon. And they were really um, sweet this past summer, right? Oh, God, they were so good. <laughs> I don't know what it was. It's almost every watermelon that I had last summer was amazing. Yeah, man. So we know that you eat good. Um, what, what, do you, <laughs> what do you find is a good work-life balance? I mean... Are you um, an artist, a full-time artist or? No, I have an eight to five job. You know, the saying is nine to five, but mine is eight to five. Yeah. <laughs> so, yes, I have an eight to five job. Um, so most of my art is done at nights or on the weekends, you know, or if I get a day off or something and I, you know, want to. Uh, do some artwork on those days but yeah trying to balance that out is it's a challenge especially um since the pandemic so I used yeah. to work in an office and you know I'll go go to work every day so um once the pandemic hit then my job switched to work from home and mm. it has been work from home since then so we're in we're almost at four years now working from home wow. and when I when I brought my my computer home I didn't have a laptop at first so they we brought actual desktops and monitors and all that mm. um home and the only place that I could set up was in my art room and so I hated it at mm -hmm. first it was oh gosh it felt like like work was invading my sanctuary. Like this is where I, I go and, and do my artwork and, and, and get know, away creative. from work. Exactly. And so I had to, all of that was in the same room. So then it became, I'm in this room all day from eight o'clock in the morning until whatever time I go to bed at night, because, you know, I'm working in there and then I'm painting in there. So um, eventually I figured out how to, you know, go somewhere else and paint or mm -hmm. I got a laptop and then I was able to move around a little bit with my laptop. Um, but I would paint outside on the porch or in the living room, in the kitchen, in the garage. I, I would just find different places to paint, um, to get out of that room. Mm -hmm. And then recently, just, just last week. I got um, an artist residency at the Eno Mill, Eno Arts Mill Yay. in Hillsboro. And so it is a dedicated studio space. So now instead of leaving to go to the office, I leave to go to the art studio. So after work, I can leave the house and have, you know, a different, a change of scenery and, and be able to, I feel like it's going to help my creativity is going to help my balance because yeah. um, you know I have to actually get up and go there so I think yeah. that, that makes a difference in in trying to balance out work and life it's not all done in my home you know yeah that has to be amazing to be able to do that on the adverse 
Because you know, most of us are leaving our homes to go to work, but you're going out the house after you've done your shift and you're like, I'm going to have some fun. Yeah. That's yeah. got to be a great perspective. It is. Um, so, I mean, do you ever consider making art a full-time uh, oh, yeah. occupation? Yeah. How, how, close, how, how close do you think you are to that? Your, your 50th year? Your 45th year? Um... Okay, I think so in, um, in increments of five. <laughs> I would say between forty-five and fifty, it is definitely a goal. Yeah. Um, because I'll have some some major things, you know, financial things taken care of by then. Mm. Um. But yeah, not I don't I don't see it like in the next couple of years. I, I'll say give me five to ten more years, and that hopefully that'll be full time artist. <laughs> Right. So can you tell our viewers what it is that you what it is that you actually have to keep in your mind to stay motivated to achieve your goal of being a full-time artist in, in, in X amount of years or um, I'm going to make sure I eat the foods that I need to eat or get the exercise that I need to, to have. What What are your um, mainstays to keep you focused? Um, just having that goal. So one of the goals um, in order for me to do that would be to pay my mortgage off. And so in order to do that, you know, I have to put extra money towards the mortgage because um, most of it is still going towards interest. So mm -hmm. I put extra money towards the mortgage, but in order to get that extra money, I have to sell more art more artwork all of, all of my extra money that goes towards the mortgage comes from selling more artwork um so that is definitely a motivation to you know stay on track with that mm -hmm. um because once i get that mortgage paid off then mm. um, you're home free yeah <laughs> get yeah. it home I, I can afford to to take <laughs> i can e i can afford to either take a pay cut and you know maybe work part-time doing something that isn't art that that is still a steady income mm -hmm. or you know i can become the full-time artist and you know not not have to worry about as much income right. doing that because art art is wonderful art is um beautiful everyone loves it but buying it is, you know it's it's a, a whole different avenue oh yeah for sure trying to make a living from it is you know the the stereotype of us what starving artist is mm -hmm. is true unless you have supplemental income right so, so do you plan on how long is this artist residency do you plan on doing uh art classes uh to the tune of your style of artistry um um the residency is one year and the main focus of the residency is just to give me space to create. Mm. Um, now they do have classrooms that I'm, I don't know all the rules yet on um, how I can utilize them, but I, I'm, I do believe that I'll be able to do um, some paint parties or things like that there. They also have um, like a summer camp and, mm -hmm. and I'll be able to teach um, some of the summer camp classes there because I've done that before um, in different areas. 
Um, so yeah, it's just, it's for this year to give me that space. And so the goal is to just create as much as possible to be there as much as possible and create. And then, um, February next year, 2025, I'll have a solo art show there so that I can, you know, display everything that I've created this year. Basically. Oh, wow. That's going to be amazing. I can, I can foresee that being like, like one of the milestones of your life. And will they hold that um, exhibit for a while? Uh, I think it'll be a month. I think okay. it's a month long exhibit. Okay. That's cool. This isn't your first time being on exhibit for an extended amount of time, right? Um, right. You, when was the, when was the last, well, the first one and the last one, or was there, was there two that I'm aware of? Um, as far as a solo show? Well, just being on exhibit period uh, for an extended amount of time. Um, the first one I mentioned earlier than 2016, I'm not, I can't remember how long that was up. You know, that was, that was so long ago. I don't remember how long that was up, but, um, I had, I think two months has probably been the longest that I've had my artwork on exhibit. Um, I did have a show in Mebane, uh, 2022, I had a solo show in, um, from February to like April, I think is when it came down. So all of February, all of March. Um, yes, I think two months is probably the longest. Okay. And all of the exhibits that you've had have been, um, local or have you had an opportunity to go, um, out of state yet with, with your artwork, maybe not exhibit, but just like for a show or like to be a part of an event. Everything has been in North Carolina so far. Mm. All right. This is your breakthrough year. I feel that. <laughs> Seriously. Um, let's see. We were at the halfway point. We're going to get into the artist spotlight brought to you by Blast Music 24-7. Troy? All righty. Hello, everybody. Uh, let's see here. Tonight, we have our boy Yamasani, and this is called The Love Tornado. And this All is right. the blast. Uh, spotlight. Let's check it out. You gotta love yourself forward, forward, yeah. I am an actor. You gotta love yourself. Oh, yeah. Spirit God told me I'm being too strict, yelling and screaming too much. Each moment seems like a fuss. Adrenals out of sequence, frequency frequently. So I've been seeking the secrets of us. Spirit God told me I stay on the move and don't make enough room for some breathing and touch. But we can adjust. Spirit God told me to be sure I'm sleeping by dusk and trust. 
crushed Cause you gotta love, you gotta love yourself You gotta love yourself You gotta love, you gotta love yourself No one else can do it for you, king You gotta love, you gotta love yourself You gotta love yourself You gotta love, you gotta love yourself No one else can do it for you, queen You gotta love, you gotta love yourself You gotta love yourself You gotta love, you gotta love yourself No one else can do it for you, king You gotta love, you gotta love yourself You gotta love yourself You gotta love, you gotta love yourself You you to tears your peers it appears no affection or do you feel stressed from the way people looked as you left because you came with aggression or is it the fame and protection you seek that depletes you defeat you depression this song is a pill that i'm giving that's too hard to swallow from deep indigestion but i hope it leaves an impression and keeps you progressing the message is you gotta love That was Yamasani with The Love Tornado. And if you are an independent artist or a spoken word poet or up-and-coming comedian looking for some exposure, you can go to BlastMusic247.com and register for free. But also, Blast is looking for the fans. For those that love to hear great independent music, you can go to BlastMusic247.com, register as a fan, and have access to hundreds and hundreds of independent music. Blast, changing the industry one artist at a time. All right, ladies, back to you. Thank you so much. Um, we're here on the Middle Page Podcast with Ty Mika Mabry, creative artist, 
Uh, we've talked about wellness. We've talked about nutrition a bit. Um, let's talk about uh, motherhood. Um, you are a mom, right? Yeah. How old is your daughter? <laughs> my daughter is 24. Oh, my. All right. <laughs> and so um, you said your daughter was an artist. I'm pretty sure that that keeps y'all connected, right? Yes, yes. We definitely bond through artistry. Um, she actually went to school for art and design. So she has the degree in it. So she's always giving me um, tips and tricks yeah. and, you know, telling me how to, how to change something or, you know, how to, how to mix certain colors and, you know, just different things. She, she teaches me sometimes. So. <laughs> yeah. So like being that you're surrounded by art, um, I know your family supports your artistry. Uh, so you would say that that is your passion right now? Oh, yeah. Among, among your creative um, L, um, methods that you that you practice? Yes, art is my passion. <laughs> um, I write I write poetry a little sometimes. You know, I've I've been a writer since since I can remember. Um, but I never considered myself a poet. I always just considered myself a writer. And yeah. then sometimes what I say might sound poetic. But <laughs> um, yeah, I, I just don't consider myself a poet in that sense. But um, after finding art, art has been more of a focus than writing. Um, but right. I do still, um, I do still write some. So mm -hmm. those are two two outlets that I'm, and passionate about. Cool. Um, we are friends on Facebook and I'm familiar with you in real life. So I know that you like to walk and get out and do stuff. Let's, I want to talk about um, what your take is on being active um, in middle agedom and then going to your travel endeavors because you've been so many places. Um, what is your favorite method of exercise? Walking. <laughs> Walking is the <laughs> easiest, most natural form of exercise. Everybody, uh, okay, not everybody, but most people can walk. So, mm. it's, it, I mean, and it's just natural. We've been doing it since, you know, toddlers. Um, it's, it's the easiest form of exercise. Like, you just do it for a longer period of time or for you know, walk a little bit faster. So, so yeah, that's my, my favorite. Um, I did do, I had joined a boxing gym, uh, last year, year, I think it was year before last. Yeah. And, uh, I really enjoyed that. Actually, it was, it was a great, um, stress relief, punching the bag, kicking the bag. Oh yeah. Um, I can imagine. <laughs> and it it's a full body workout too. So you think you you think you're just using your arms, but you're using your full body. Mm. Um, so that was a really great workout. Um, I haven't done that. It, it's been a a year since I've done that though. It just I just fell off. <laughs> <laughs> well, but I have been walking. I really like walking outside in mm. nature as much as possible. You know, getting the fresh air. Um, being near water or trees or anything like that is is the best for me. 
Cool. I, I used to uh, take Taekwondo. Please don't ask me what possessed me to take on that particular <laughs> martial arts form. <laughs> but it was kind of like I just really wanted to kick the bag and, and, and you know, get physical because yeah. I was just really at that point in time, I was dealing with like some angry issues. But yeah, yeah. I think after I kind of relieved those issues, it kind of went away from me too. So that's, that's what, what it was, was yeah. about. Whew, let it go. Just let it go. Yeah. Um, would you would you suggest that walking is something that everyone should try as a method of exercise and, and uh, getting out and about? Because uh, a lot of people don't know where to start, you know, as far as exercise. And people think that walking is mundane. But, you know, you're like the fifth person to give such a passionate response about just walking, you know? Walking because um, I, I used to like running, too. I actually did like a few um, 5K um, marathons. What? 5Ks. Wow. A few years ago. Um <laughs> But I really love running. Um, it's just something that you have to build up to. And since I haven't done it in so long, um, I definitely would have to build back up to it. But it's it's one of those that um, it's like a rush also. But walking is better for your joints. You know, you don't have that impact of hitting the uh, pavement so hard like you do in running. Um, you can control your breathing a lot more, you know, when you're walking, you can even make it, um, like me and my, my best friend, we take our lunch break sometimes and go walking. And so that's our time to catch up, but we're also exercising. You know, a lot of people meet and eat and have, you know, have lunch, have food. A lot of our gatherings is around food. And I think that, um, you know, that's, that's part of the, the health issue in America. But anyway, mm -hmm. um, so we'll meet and walk. So we're getting the exercise in and we're also catching up. We're able to talk, you know, while we're walking. So, um, yeah, I'm an advocate for, I, I'm not a fan of treadmill walking, mm -hmm. um, just because it's boring. <laughs> it's really boring. Yeah, yeah your, your scenery is plain. <laughs> yeah, if you can get outside and walk, that's it it's like you're you're accomplishing multiple things with that. You know, you're getting the fresh air, you're being around nature, you're you're getting all that the natural um things, you know, just from the the air and the nature and the sounds and the scenery and yeah, I think it helps me clear my mind too. So when I do walk by myself, um, it's an opportunity to clear my mind or, or say affirmations or pray or, you know, mm. just say things out loud that, that I need to get out or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. I just think walking is walking is, is like I said, is the easiest, most natural form of exercise for me. Well, of course, the last day or so, maybe not so much. But do you yeah, enjoy yeah. Walk, do you enjoy walking during the winter months? I love a, I love the the cold air on in the mornings. Mm. Like like if when I work overnight and I come out and I'm like, it's just so refreshing. Do you like walking in like the morning cold winter mornings? No, <laughs> <laughs> I will. Um, but I, I don't do it as often when it's cold mm -hmm. outside. Um, 
but I have been out there in the cold, all bundled up, you know, with a toboggan and hat and big coat on and walking. Uh, I've done it in the rain. Um, yeah, so I will. It's just not as often, you know, when it's cold outside. Yeah. So let's get to this. How many cities have you visited in the last <laughs> little while? I mean, just period. Like, I love your travel pics because you know you're you're a creative person. So I I can I can see you love nature and stuff like that. Some beautiful beautiful pictures you take, mm. but like the destinations. How many have you had? And then what makes you decide to go to these places? Um. I, so one of my bucket list items is to go to all 50 states, but mm -hmm. not just to go there. I have a criteria. You know, I have to um, stay overnight. I have to have a meal and I have to see an attraction. So those that's my criteria to consider that state checked off my list. Okay. Not, you know, having a layover or, uh, you know, driving through. That doesn't count for me. Mm -hmm. Um, so with the 50 states, I have been to 25, so I'm halfway there. Oh man. Um, yeah. I still feel like I have a long way to go, but 25 states. Um, yeah. And I haven't, I haven't, I have a passport, but I have not used my passport yet. So, mm -hmm. um, hopefully I'll get more international travel in soon. I've done like cruises to um you know outside of the country but not flying there you know the passport yeah. or anything yeah um and then i've been to some under outer some u.s territory that you know isn't a passport isn't needed like uh, st thomas puerto rico okay. those you know are u.s territory so you don't have to have the passport to go there yeah um, but those those were beautiful beautiful places to go do you find that you you're gonna complete your mission first before you go international or whatever comes first? Your no, mission no, is the 50 whatever. States. I I want to use my passport this year. I've had my passport for uh I think six years and I haven't used it yet. You know they expire after ten, so I gotta use it before it expires. Yeah, <laughs> so going somewhere. So yeah, I'll mix in some international and um you know United States travel. So okay. I don't know where I'm going though, but my best friend is talking about um, Ireland. I think she said Ireland, mm. Iceland. One Iceland. Island. <laughs> I don't wow. remember. I'm like, all right, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care where it is. Out of the states that you visited, what's your favorite so far? <sighs> okay, so can I do two? Yeah. <laughs> okay, so my the number one that i wanted to go to on my list like out of anywhere was hawaii mm. and um i went to hawaii for my 40th birthday and it was so beautiful oh my god it was so beautiful um it actually had more more trees than i thought that hawaii would have i don't know i just i just <laughs> had this image in my head that you know, it's going to be beaches and palm trees. Yeah, but this was like... They had deciduous trees? Lush, just green, just yeah. 
mountains of trees like oh god it was so beautiful mm. um and then the that that's like the beauty yes i love the beauty of that but yeah. the place that i had the most fun was actually alaska which wow. is so crazy because i am not a fan of the snow yeah. like so i did not think i was gonna have much fun in alaska but um i have a friend that lives there and she invited us to come up and um we did so much while we were there we did dog sledding we did um snowmobile riding we went to a, a ice um like a ice museum where it was all these sculptures made out of ice mm. um we went in an igloo we went we actually did a um it was uh it's a hot spring so it's like a jacuzzi out in the middle of the snow but it's wow. like a natural hot spring so we're out there in our bathing suits with snow all around us it was just it was crazy i love the contrast yeah it was that was my best trip alaska wow so, yeah so the time of year that, that you went I'm aware that Alaska has some times of the year where it's literally dark. Mm -hmm. But most of the time, was that the point in time where you went, or was there no, some daylight? We hours? Went, uh, it was in March, so it was it was some daylight then. We also got to see the Northern Lights, which that's that's a big thing. Ooh, I saw that the first that. night we were there. That was beautiful. Oh my gosh! Mm -hmm. Yes, that's like one of my. Uh, bucket list things to see the Northern Lights, the Aurora Borealis, and I, I've heard that that view is amazing from it that is. part of the yeah. world. I tried um, to take pictures, but my phone, it just couldn't. Yeah, you know, people out there the with professional photography and all of that, but just seeing, seeing it definitely was beautiful, but I, I couldn't capture it really on my phone. Yeah. Um, what I'm interested to know, I I'm not gonna have you name them off. That's a lot, but the I guess what's the what's the state that you visited so far that you did not have a good time that you just was like I should have saved that for the fiftieth state to visit. <laughs> <laughs> I actually have one on my list. It's like I am not interested in going there, but it's part of my list, so I'll go there eventually. <laughs> what, um, do you mind sharing that, it? That's Mississippi. <laughs> Why did I, I say just have my no head? desire? I have no desire to go to Mississippi. <laughs> Was go go during the time of year where there's a festival, like you said, an attraction. So yeah, it'll be fun. Some kind of attraction. Um, I I don't I can't think of any that that I was just like, eh. actually, I went to New Orleans and I didn't think that it was as great as people say it is. Yeah. Um, I won't say that I, you know, I wish I wouldn't have went because I'm, I'm glad I went, but it's, it's one that I don't have to ever go back. It just, <laughs> you know. But um, you can, your first time and your last, your first time can be your last. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good if I don't ever go back there. Yeah. Um, but then there were some that really surprised me, like Wyoming. We went to beautiful. Wyoming. Oh, God, it's so beautiful. I love mountains. Me so, too. 
they mm -hmm. have oh the mountains are just gorgeous oh my god so beautiful there's certain i wasn't places, expecting that <laughs> there's certain places in the um in the state of washington where you can see all five peaks i want to say rainier mount rainier mount hood i have a picture of mount rainier as my uh, cover photo like i just i love the idea of I don't know, big humongous things. I don't know. Like I want to see the redwood forest with the huge trees. Have you done that yet? No, where's that? I want to say some of the redwood forests are in California. Okay. No, I haven't haven't seen that. But yeah, the ones that you can drive a car through, like this mm -hmm. super huge um giant sequoias and giant redwoods. Mm. Um let's see have you been to vegas yeah i've been to vegas i've been did to you, vegas twice did you enjoy it <laughs> yeah i enjoyed it um actually the first time i went to vegas um was with uh maine mm -hmm. and uh he had a cousin that lived in uh los angeles mm. so we we rented a car and we drove from oh, vegas no. to los angeles and that drive was I, just, amazing. I thought that was beautiful the yeah the mountains and the windmills and like it's just i just get fascinated with mountains trees uh windmills bridges trains all all that kind of stuff it just i just love it i'm like that too like new york Brooklyn Bridge, that's an obsession. Mm. Like I just, you know, I'm I'm scared of heights and I don't like water, but every time I walk this bridge, I walk it as often as I can. My 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 family kind of clowns me a bit because I have this thing about it, especially when I go, it's like you gonna walk you trying to walk that bridge this time. Like last time I went, I was trying to walk it, but it's just something about big things i don't know what it is i feel so brave and whatnot like mm -hmm. my inner child shines when i walk across this bridge like i did it every mm -hmm. single time i do it is it long it's my goodness walking up to it i would say that's a half a mile oh, okay just to get to the place where you can actually get to the and i won't say wood but the the constructed part of the bridge that's a part of the bridge that attached mm. to the mainland and um i want to say it takes about 10 minutes to walk across if you're just going to breeze but okay. we go and we go and just look around and whatnot you can feel it swaying while you're on it oh wow if you if <laughs> only if you're concentrating on that but if you actually be like hey you feel that <laughs> you know mm. then you might Okay, but it's just okay. the mystique of the mystique of the bridge. It's amazing. It's an amazing structure. That's okay. my that's something that I would like. Go visit all the bridges, go to all 32 uh NFL football team stadiums. Mm. So you know, those bucket list items, like you said. Mm -hmm. yeah. Oh man. Um, real quick, before we get out of here, I want you to um do me a favor and tell our listeners and viewers, um some pointers into uh, just enjoying life and balancing your life out with work and all the things. You have a few uh, pointers for us. Pointers. Um, yeah, that you that you live my, by every day. Huh? That you live by every day that gets you through. 
yeah find the joy in life like um uh, I have always been told all my life you know you need to live in the moment enjoy the present and you know it sounds so cliche but mm -hmm. when you actually do it like mm -hmm. everything else I'm not saying everything else doesn't matter but everything else is so much less important like it's it, things become insignificant. Things that we think are big, like it, they really don't matter as much as we think they do. Like mm -hmm. when you're living in the moment, you live in your joy, do things that bring you joy, all the things that you love. I feel like the more that you do what you love, the closer you're going to be to your purpose. Mm -hmm. um, the closer you are to your purpose, the more that the people who are supposed to be in your life will be in your life. Um, all the things meant for you will come. It's just like anytime that I have been just doing what I love, that's when all the good stuff happens. It just, it just mm -hmm. happens. I'm not out like looking for it or anything. It just, it comes because I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. And that's being happy, living, you know, in the moment and, not saying that, you know, we don't have all these other issues in life and um, troubles and, and worries and all of that. But, you know, if you can balance out or at least spend more of your time, you know, doing the things that make you happy, then yeah. you are, you know, worrying or stressing about the things that don't. It just, it, it should outweigh. Yeah. Man, it's been a pleasure sitting with you, talking with you, getting to know you and your artistry or your focuses in life. Um, where can we find you on social media? First of all, <clears throat> I want you to tell people and I'm going to tell the people, make it your destination this year to buy something from this young lady. Where can they buy or purchase your uh artistry and your your jewelry your handbags your accessories <laughs> everything yeah um types of her.com um i also have an etsy shop it doesn't have as much of my items on etsy but i know how you know some people are more comfortable with etsy than they are you know going to an independent website so i have some you know just a little taste of things on etsy uh, which is types of her Mm -hmm. And then my, my actual website is typesofher.com. Um, and I'm on Instagram, Facebook, um, TikTok, YouTube, everywhere is types of her. So it's, it's consistent across the board. All right. And where can they um, visit your studio? Um, is there like another event? I know you just had a first Friday event this past Friday. Um, when's the next opportunity that folks can come and collectively uh, open to the public to visit you at the um, Artists in Residency, uh, um, Artists in Residency Studio? <laughs> first Fridays, every month, first Fridays, all the studios are open to the public. I don't mm -hmm. know how many studios are there, but I know it's at least 10. Um, but they have an event every first Friday and they'll have like a food truck, they'll have a band and they'll have an art show up in the gallery. And mm. then people can walk around and, and, and come inside the studios and 
talk to the artists, get to know each artist and see some of their work. Um, so first Fridays, six to nine at the Eno Arts Mill. Um, that's in Hillsboro, North Carolina. Mm -hmm. And whenever this uh, podcast posts to YouTube, I would love it if you would go back and um, put the hashtags and hyperlinks. Is that it? Hashtags and hyperlinks in the comments <laughs> so people can um, access your information and get uh, get to know types of her. Okay. Yeah. All right. Oh, gosh. Like I said, it's been a joy having you on tonight. Um, you can follow us at info.middlepage on Instagram. Um, subscribe to Blast Music 24-7. You might have caught this uh, podcast by just clicking the link off a of post. But if you actually go to YouTube, go to Blast Music 24-7 and subscribe, you can uh, see more of the middle page podcast uh, more of my other podcast figures of speech as well as all the excellent programming that's available on blast music 24 7. um in closing do you have anything that you want to say oh just thank you so much for having me uh, i really enjoyed this and everybody visit my website <laughs> that's right um, thank you so much, Ty Mika. I'm Sharita C.W. Dela Cruz, and this has been the Middle Page Podcast.